Hello, you rat soup-eating motherfuckers. Exploited's the name, and talking about exploitation films is our motherfucking game. I'm Alexis Jowski. And I'm Kevin Daly, and Alexis stole my joke. Oh, did I? Did you have the same joke? <laughs> yeah, I was going to do something like that, too. <laughs> Great minds think alike, you know? But this week we're talking obviously about Dolomite from a year. I, I've... 75? Question mark? Dolomite from 1975, directed by Derville Martin. Damn, look like my women is on time. Babe, I could show warm you up. No shit, baby. I can dig it. Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Breathing down your neck. Damn! Damn! Girl, this motherfucker's got rhythm, have <laughs> I've got an all-girl army that knows what to do. They'll fox as hell and practice kung fu. I put my finger in the ground and turn the whole world around. You know, you're still the best man that I know in bed. I'm waiting for Dolomite. For who? Dolomite, motherfucker, you. And tell him I want him out of here in 24 hours. And 23 of them are already gone. God damn, Mama, this show is a spooky joint. Yes, I'm Dolan. I'm the one that killed Monday and whooped Tuesday and put Wednesday in the hospital. Called up Thursday to tell Friday not to bury Saturday on Sunday. I'm the one that had the elephants roosting in trees and all the ants wearing BBD. From the first to the last, I give them the blast so fast that their life is passed before their ass has even hit the grass. See me uptown, downtown, crowned and renowned. Delayed, relayed, mislaid, and parlayed. Hatch, match, snatched, and scratched. Whack, jack, smack, crack, boot black, blackjack, racetrack, and flapjack, and still coming back. If you crave satisfaction, this is the place to find that action. Coming to this theater as this next attraction is the picture that will put you in traction. Dolomite, starring me. Rudy Ray Moore as Dolomite, and that bad Durville Martin as Willie Green. Dolomite. Dolomite. He's also in the movie. Yes, he is. This movie is a blast. Ah, oh, it's so fun. I didn't know much about Rudy Ray Moore going into this. Um, I'd seen yeah, Disco yeah. Godfather, and that was about it. And oh, I have no That's cool. After watching Dolomite and the bonus feature we're doing of Dolomite is My Name, I spent all week researching this guy, listening to his stand-up record. So <laughs> very, nice. very unique guy. So the film actually starts kind of slow and tame. It's yeah, it does. 
starts in a prison where somebody's like Dolomite Warren wants to see you, and he says, oh, "What's that rat soup eating motherfucker want?" One of the first times of many, he says, "Rat soup eating motherfucker." It's a delicacy in some places. I mean, yeah, it's like ratatouille. That's right. <laughs> Which does not have rat, but it is a cold soup. And it's really quiet sedate. They bring him into the warden's office, and there's this woman there, Queen Bee. And they're like, okay, Dolomite, you've been in serving two years of a 20-year sentence for stolen furs and narcotics. Mostly the narcotics, I'd imagine. Mostly, yeah. And he's like, well, I imagine stolen furs, probably not getting him 20 to life. Yeah, he's like, well, I was framed. And we get this sudden flashback of his arrest two years earlier. Right. He's just leaving his house, and the, the FBI stop him. And they open his trunk, and there's stolen furs and narcotics. He's like, oh, that ain't mine. I don't know how it got there. I'm like, well, you're under arrest, Dolomite. You're going to have to take me. Really bad fight scene. Yep. Like, really jokey karate. And the scene is one of the scenes that comes up in Dolomite's my name, and it's pretty yep. funny. And uh, it, Dolomite's lucky, because in 2022, he'd been shot, like, 50 times. Oh, yeah. They, they, they wouldn't have even opened the trunk. Right, they would just shot him. And then planted the evidence and said, oh, see? <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> and some coke. <laughs> and they go back to the prison, and Queen Bee starts talking about, oh, you know, it's gotten worse in the neighborhood since you left. And we get this, like, blurry flashback of her. She's talking about his nephew getting killed. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that plot point entirely. His, his nephew's killed in the drive-by, that's right. It's only mentioned a couple times. Yeah, twice, I think. This time, and then when he's talking to the junkie. <laughs> oh, we'll get to him. <laughs> so the warden is like, well, we're working with the FBI, and we're going to release you to go find out who's dealing all the dope and clear your name, which is something that would absolutely never happen. Yeah, Dolomite going deep cover. Yeah, no, no warden would go, oh, you were framed, you say? Well, we're going to release you to go clear your name. What a deep cover of Snoop Dogg song. I know Probably. Snoop's a big fan. Oh, Snoop is a big fan. Well, a lot of people are a big fan of Dolomite, so. Most rappers, I think. It's a very significant exploitation film. Yeah, incredibly important. And Queen Bee, you know, the lady that plays her Lady Reed, really yep. not good at delivering dramatic dialogue. She's no. great in the movie when she's got to, like, yell and cuss. Yeah. But here she's like, oh, Dolomite, I'm so happy that you are coming home. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely getting some uh, some low-quality B-movie acting here at times. Yeah, and the warden says the only people that are going to know are the people here in this room. And an FBI agent, no one will know until the time comes. And yeah. like, oh, Chekhov's agent? <laughs> That's right. Whenever he's needed, he shall appear. Yeah. And right after he says no one knows is when Queen Bee says, I'm telling everybody that you're being released. Uh, right, exactly. And it goes right into the opening here, of, which I wrote down verbatim. 
Some folks say that Willie Green was the baddest motherfucker the world ever seen, but I want you to hold on to your seats and hold on to them tight, because now you're getting ready to see the story of me. Yes, me, the badass Dolomite. The song's a banger, too. Oh, yeah, the song's like, Dolomite, he's bad! And Willie Green is the bad guy that set up Dolomite, played by Derville Martin. Yes, our director. He was a character actor. Although he didn't really do much film work before this. He did several black exploitation films with Fred Williamson. Uh, the names of the movies I can't repeat. <laughs> because they all have the N-word in them. Yeah. And um, his big like Hollywood thing was he had a, a bit part in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And he was the elevator operator in Rosemary's Baby. Which is brought up in our second movie yes it is and so dolomite's out of prison and the first thing we find is he's a pimp oh yeah he is and he has this harem greet him and And he's like oh my women are on time that pimpin ain't and he just he doesn't like the outfit the prison gave him so he just starts changing right there in front of the prison and he's looking fly as fuck yep and he has the line about the cotton drawers. Yeah. It's like, bitch, you bring me these cotton drawers? You know I don't wear no cotton drawers. She just laughs. So she's obviously trolling him. And we meet one of his new girls, Shy, short for Chicago. She comes up a lot. She's like, she becomes his main girl. Yeah, she's the main girl because his old main girl, well, you know. Yeah, we'll get to her. So he, um, they're driving around and he's just having an orgy in the back seat of the car with all these women. He literally like gets dressed and then, and like three minutes later, he's taken off his clothes. I'm like, why even bother? Yeah, just to show off for the I mean, prison. I guess. I mean, I guess that's a good enough reason as any. But you could have just stripped naked and jumped in the car, and then put uh, your your pimp suit on after. That would have been a pretty big flex, just like drop trow, hang dong, and then just jump in the car with a bunch of women. Yeah. That would be a good flex. Isn't that a scene from Varsity Blues when they steal the cop car? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> so they're tailed by some cops, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, who are they? Or maybe they... they're Willie Green's boys? I don't know. They're Willie like Green's kids. white boys? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Or maybe the the mayor's dudes. Again, we'll talk about the mayor later. Yeah, we'll talk about the mayor in a bit. And so they pull over, and the girls all run away from the car, and Dolomite gets out. No, Dolomite gets out and runs away. The girls will stay by the car until the guys, oh, Dolomite's not here, Dolomite's not here. And then he comes out with his... Yeah, give me my piece, and it's just... Straight up machine gun. And he just guns all these down, isolates one, is like, dance, motherfucker, dance! I ain't never seen a honky dance. Yeah. He guns him down and he's like, help me! And that's when one of the women comes up and goes, oh, I'll I'll help him, and she just cuts his dick off. Yep. Dolabite and his ladies are hard. And this is at the point where I started getting targeted ads. Oh, because what are you getting targeted ads for? Well, this is on Amazon, but free. So even with a Prime membership, it still gave me ads. Right. Yeah, me too. And all my ads were 
with black women. Oh, okay. Because I guess we're watching a black exploitation film, and my dad had made my profile picture on the Amazon account, like this black princess. <laughs> Your dad just trolling you, or? Yeah, he was just joking around, but I kept it. <laughs> <laughs> and the stars aligned. So you're telling me you didn't get that Arm & Hammer kitty litter ad that was fresh hell? No, no, I got a ad for, um, like, probiotic med- daily medicine for women's health. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, targeted advertisement. Please, algorithm, please stop. Stop. Yeah, a bunch of I don't food. have a cat. I'm allergic to cats. I don't want anything to do with cats. And it's literally this ad with a bunch of cats, like, horribly CGI'd on the human bodies at a disco. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. And it is, like, fresh hell. It is, like, yeah. horrific. I had a commercial that's all about women pooping. <laughs> and it was like, yes, women poop. And here is some medicine designed to help women keep regular. I'll take that over that hor- horrific kitty litter ad. So, back to the movie, we see Dolomite's colorfully garish 70s house. It's just such tacky colors oh, yeah. everywhere. Look, it's the 70s. He's a pimp. And we get Queen Bee more comfortable with her character now. She's talking about everything that's gone on for the past two years. Because yeah. he's like, well, what's going on at the club? And she's like, oh, we lost the club. We've been selling puss on the goddamn corner. That's right. But they own 50k to Willie Green, who now owns the club. And then he says, "What about Fat Burger and the Penny Pimps?" Which, <laughs> just that, that 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 phrase, <laughs> which we'll get to more about what Fat Burger and the Penny Pimps are. It's not the Fat Burger we are all associated, but maybe, maybe it's the origins of Fat Burger. Yeah, it's like the first McDonald's, you know. <laughs> Exactly. And then Queen Bee goes, oh, by the way, I put all your girls through karate school. Oh, yeah, because uh, this is also a Kung Fu <laughs> Yeah, in a sense. It kind of is. And we have this flashback of why the karate was needed, because we have this one girl, and the guy takes his $100 back, and she's like, you motherfucker. He goes, I'm Joe Blow, the lover man. Bitch, you should be paying me. Um, he drops the C-word, and then she kicks his ass, and according to Queen Bee, he's he's still in the hospital. Though all we do is see her give him, like, one kick in the butt out the door. Apparently the ass kicking continued into the night. <laughs> and went out in the hallway. So then we get Willie Green coming to his massage parlor, and we get this... He's also a pimp, and one of his women just gives this, like, racist thing about, like, you black men, you, how you fuck, and, and she starts flirting with one of the white guys. Like, hey, buddy, you want a massage? And he takes a, like, a little tour of his massage parlor where we see, like, women in underwear massaging naked men. One woman's giving a blowjob to somebody. Yeah, happy endings seem to be the uh, name of the game here. Yeah, this is not so much about the massage. And meanwhile, Dolomite, he's just out on, you know, doing his thing, and he's stopped by the corrupt cops who plant coke on him again, but only to just take it and snort it all. (laughs) And he karate's them, again badly, in front of a Ralph's. 
Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there's a Ralph's in the back. There's a Ralph's there, and it's advertising I mean, hamburgers. It's set in L.A., so. It is set in L.A., yeah, where they all lived, obviously. And it's one of the many times he calls them no-business-born-insecure-junkyard-motherfucker. And so we get the church with Reverend Gibbs, which seemingly comes out like of nowhere at first. Go ahead. I'd like to point out that one of the cops looks like Jude Law, and it was disturbing me the entire time. Oh, yes, it is. But we have the uh, the sermon from Reverend Gibbs, where he him. is talking about um, how corrupt the white people are. Like, look at that Watergate scandal. And I was like, oh, you don't even know yet. <laughs> yeah, just wait. Just wait. Worse. Wait a few years. It and, gets um, worse. And he's like, these honky mother. And then the cops come in and he's like, mothers are a blessing for us all. I love, I love the reverend. And the, cop, the cops start hassling him and they're like, well, what's in here? Oh, my laundry. And it's just a bunch of guns. Yeah. He's a gun runner. Yep. And they don't really do anything other than they ask where Dolomite is. And he's like, oh, I'll tell him you're looking for him. Which they know means fuck off, really. <laughs> then we meet Creeper. The junkie. The junkie. And he is he is that dude from Menace to Society with the ham the cheeseburgers. <laughs> you know the scene I'm I talking think this about? This guy was like I've not seen Menace to Society. Oh, there's a junkie in there that's like coming up and he's like, Man, man, I, I need some. I got these cheeseburgers. He's like, man, I don't want no cheeseburgers. I'll suck your dick, man. <laughs> and they, they shoot him. And it's made fun of a lot. And don't be a menace. Man, you got some money or not? Oh, man, come on, man. You took me up this time. Nigga, you crazy. Fuck you up. Fuck out of here, man. Check this out, man. I got these burgers, man. They some double cheeseburgers. Nigga, I just, just ate. Man, man, I just come ate, fool. I don't want no motherfucking cheeseburger. If you ain't got no money, you just asked out. Call this motherfucker. Yo, dog, hurry up. Fuck. Come on, man. Come on, man. Wait, 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 man. Man, man, I suck your dick. Come on, man. Just hook me up. What the fuck Come you on. just say, nigga? Man, I said I suck your dick. Come on, man. Let's get the fuck. Ah! Damn. Suck on that, you bitch-ass trick. Oh, dog, what the fuck you doing? Yo, dog, hurry up! Any of y'all want a hamburger? Oh, no, I have seen Don't Be a Menace. That's the Wayne Brother one, right? Yeah. That character is a parody. It's been like the one. twenty years ago, thirty years ago. It's been a long time. Yeah, that character is a parody yeah. of the one in Menace to Society. Yeah, yeah. But Creeper, he's at the the fat burger, I guess, which you walk up and he's like, "I want a cheeseburger with fries." She goes, "You know, we don't sell French fries." To where I put in notes and cat, they don't sell French fries. What kind of what? F- fucking burger joint is this? Man, when I was a kid. They used to bring the fucking In-N-Out truck to the school, and they would serve chips with the In-N-Out burger, because I guess their van didn't have a fryer? I don't know. I think that's the only instance where you can get away with, with not serving French fries. Yeah. I wonder if this thing didn't have a fryer. I mean, it's 1975. I don't know how these things were. And Creeper, he's like, oh, I don't got no money. I'll see what I can do when I'm hustling. And the woman's like, just – I'll pay for it. Just get the fuck out of here, you chunky. And then she says something about being sweeter than bear meat. And I'm like, is bear meat sweet? I've never had bear meat before. Uh, it's very, very, very greasy. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah. I used to work with a woman that worked at a slaughterhouse, and she'd talk about somebody had like was hunting bears, and they'd bring the bear carcasses in and ask it to just just turn it all into hamburger. And it was just the stickiest, greasiest meat that she'd ever seen. It was impossible to work with. (laughs) Anyway, Creeper looks like he's about to fuck the burger while he's walking away. Yeah, and it's playing what's the Creeper theme. It only plays for him, and it's like, wah, 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 like this fart music. (laughs) What else with your burger, Creeper? Uh, yeah, small coconuts, a french fry. You know we don't sell french fries. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, uh, see somebody beat me for my money. Don't look at me like that every time I come around and, you know, call the police you think I'm driving, just do that. Nigga, please. Uh, oh, yeah, well, uh, I ain't gonna stand up. It's all right if I pay tomorrow, hustle's good. Okay, creeper, here, I'll pay for it. You're holding up there. All right, officer. Right on, right on, boy. You know what? Uh, that's sweet and bad meat. Don't marry it, too. How's that? Sweet and bad meat. All right. Get on the set. And then Dolomite, full-on pimp, is stopped by a bunch of fans. I mean, he's wearing a purple suit. He's got the hat and the cane. And he performs a Dolomite bit. Yes. Which I was not familiar with these things. And it fascinated me. I watched this scene like three times because it is amazing. This style of storytelling is so cool. And this is. is like Rudy Ray Moore's like jam. Like This is was his... This was his style. Yeah. And it's why people called him the godfather of rap, because it's very sing, sing-song rhyming style. He's not singing. It's just very – it's got a cadence and a beat. It's got a little bit of slam poetry sort of vibe to it. It's – Yeah. It's really cool. And it's just amazing. And he gives this story about Shine, who worked in the boiler room of the Titanic. And it is the best Titanic story ever. Ten of ten would pay to see that movie. Way better than – yeah, way better than that. And he's talking about um the white women trying to ask him for help to get off the boat. And they're offering him everything. And one of my favorite lines I wrote down is, If I'd have been in Mississippi asking for some trim, he'd have hung my black ass from the highest limb. Yes. And I just have in here, this whole thing is amazing. It is so good. Sean was in the boiler room eating some peas, and the water come damn near up to his knees. <laughs> By the time Sean had took a bite of bread, that water come damn near up to his head. So Sean run up on the deck. Captain, there's water damn near up to my neck. Captain said, go back and pack the sacks. Said, I'm sure that's enough to keep that water back. Sean looked at the captain and said, Captain, you standing here study bullshitting and drinking. Can't you see that this big bad motherfucker is slowly sinking? Captain said, Sean, I told you to fear no doubt. Boy, I take one of these two by fours and wear your black ass out. Sean said, Cap, said the shit you talking might have once been true. But this is one time I don't think your motherfucking talk will do. And furthermore, Cap, 
I'd rather be in that ocean going round and round than to be on this big bad motherfucking I can see it slowly sinking down. And one more thing, Cal. I'll be in New York unpacking my trunk when the news reached the world that this raggedy motherfucker done stopped. Sean jumped in the ocean with his black ass doing a backfield in motion. By that time, all these rich motherfuckers had come out on the top. One's been calling Sean, stop. I'm Hannah, the Southern Belle, and the toast of the Belle. Sean, all this good pussy to you I'll give if you just make it possible for me to live. Sean said, bitch, I like your shape and I like your plan, but you should have been talking that good shit about offering me that good hot cock when we was on dry land. Here come another bitch, calling Sean, Sean, said help me to save my life. Said, you know, I'm the captain's wife. Said, Sean, said, I've been through the cotton field. He said, I waded through the mud. Said, Sean, I must confess, I'm a true soul sister. And you know that we are the same blood. Sean said, bitch. Said, you can talk so sweet and you can beg so fine. But you shouldn't have brought your high yellow ass across that motherfucking color line. Said, you know that I'm the one that you call the boiler room flunky. So keep your imitation white ass on this motherfucking ship and down with that hunk. Is at this point I go, okay, this is pretty, pretty good. I wonder if it has ties to like, like African storytelling, and then pass through like the slave days, it, and into modern. It does. Black culture, um, especially when we so get cool. to a little later. Because there's another so cool. bit he does that's very, very tied into Afro-American history and folklore. Um, but we get he runs into Creeper, who he calls the Hamburger Pimp. <laughs> yes, about right. And Creeper, he's like, "Oh, it's so bad out here. It's so bad since you left, man. I, it's hard for me to get my heroin." And he's, he says, "I'm so bad, I kick my ass twice a day." <laughs> and they walk to his car because he's like, "Well, let's go to your house, Creeper. I got to talk to you." And it just Really long and pointless of them walking to the car, and it's just playing the the fart music creeper theme. And the best characters have their own theme songs. Yep. And they get to his house, and Creeper's like, "They stole my shit." Oh no, it's right here. That's right. Yeah. Oh, he's a junkie. What yeah. What are you gonna do? Dolomite's like, "Man, aren't you gonna give this up?" And he goes, "Oh, it's my last one," which I put in the note of that's the junkie's lament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every every time they say it's my last one. However, he's not wrong in this case. And so he explains what happened to Dolomite's nephew. It's the only other time we hear Jimmy mentioned. Yep. That it was basically a drive-by. You know, he's just walking out with this girl, and people come up and shoot him. What, what you gonna do? <laughs> right. And then a bunch of gangsters come in and kill Creeper, and Dolomite kung fu's them. Well, karate's them. You know, again, in in huge air quotes. Yeah. They're like, you're under arrest for murder, Dolomite. They take him away. And we get Reverend Gibbs again. I love Reverend Gibbs. Yep, he's having sex with this woman, and somebody comes knocking. And he just steps out carrying a horsehair whip. Yeah, he's been carrying this, like, the entire time. Like yeah. For reasons, but it is funny. 
And the guy that's stopping him, we don't really know who he is, other than he's Chekhov's FBI agent. Right. Now, Played by... This G- is a, Go ahead. This is, a, this is our guy. This is our FBI agent. Yep. Played by Jerry Jones, who wrote the movie. Yep. And we get to Dolomite's house again for this random scene where some woman has been stealing money. And Queen Bee confronts her. It's like, bitch, you stealing money. Give me your money. And it just feels so pointless. And they kick her out. And and that's the whole scene. That's it, right? Nothing else happens in that scene. Nothing right? else yeah. happens in that scene. And we get to meet the former girl that was Dolomite's main girl, Pinky Yvonne. Yeah, because she's the one that picks him up when he gets uh, bailed out of jail. Yeah, he gets bailed out of jail. She picks him up, and they go back to her house and have sex. Which it's horribly edited, the sex scene. Yeah, there's some hard cuts in this scene. And um, he tells her, I'm going to give you a fucking you'll never forget. And he just hops on top and goes, uh, 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 and that's it. I mean, because I think she was saying something about Willie Green. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of pointless. She's just there to be there for a sex scene, really. I mean, she plays a bigger role a little later. Yeah, yep. Kind of. I mean, yes, but also, well, we'll get there. And so he calls up and says, have Chai meet me at Total Experience, which I guess is the name of his club. Yes. And so she's down there and everybody at the club is flirting with her. You know, Willie, not Willie Green. Willie Green's not there, just his men. And she's like, I'm waiting for Dolomite. For who? And that's when he appears. He said, Dolomite, motherfucker. That's right. You tell Willie Green he's got to be out of here in 24 hours and 23 of them are already gone. <laughs> yeah, he breaks into his own old office with the key to his safe. Yeah. Gets the money out, which apparently is the, all the money he needs. It's been hiding there in the club the entire time. Yeah, just gives him the $50,000 to buy his club back and then he beats up all the guys. And that's when yep. um, Willie Green comes in and he's like, what happened? He's like, oh, man, ten men with guns came in here. And then Willie Green kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't you fucking lie to me. Ten men with guns, my ass. And Dolomite meets his harem of karate hoes. That's, that's right, at the um, Chuck Norris Karate Studio. Yes, at their dojo. <laughs> because... Um... Little do people remember, Chuck Norris was actually a, like, legit karate guy. He, like, he, sparred with Bruce Lee and shit. He, he was in a Bruce Lee movie. He was? Yeah. So he was, like, a legit guy. Everyone thinks of Chuck Norris as, like, an internet meme now. I'm sure we have plenty of Zoomers listening to us going, Chuck Norris, isn't he that guy from the Chuck Norris jokes? And, like, well, he was a... Well, yeah, those jokes existed for a reason. Yes. But so he gives us, you know, pep speech to all of his girls about like we got our club and we're gonna kick Willie Green's ass. Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Yeah, definitely one of the greatest lines in movie history. <laughs> definitely. And that they're gonna plan this big show at the club. And we get the we get to meet the mayor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the way this scene was with Amazon, it's like some women's like Tupperware party, but it's all black women. Yeah. 
And it's just like in her house. And she's like, I want to introduce you to the, the man that's done more for the black community than anyone else. Here he is. Ad break. Yeah. <laughs> right there in the middle of the line. Yeah, I had mine a little bit earlier, but it was also a terrible cut. Like, in the middle of a, a, a line. It was, goddamn it, Amazon. Yeah. And, um, because I rewatched it again today, and the ad break was in the exact same spot. Huh. Very easy movie to rewatch, because I found out the movie's only an hour. Yeah, it's not very long. Yeah, it felt longer, but then when I was watching it, was like, what, this is 59 minutes? <laughs> but we meet the mayor. Do I didn't... I wrote down that he looks and sounds like Harvey Firestein. I don't remember the mayor's name. <laughs> it's Mayor Daly. Mayor Daly. Of course you would remember that. Yes, I would remember that. And he said he's the, uh, he's completely clean. And I'm like, but there's the Daly family in Chicago. And, uh, they're not known to be particularly clean. So I would have, I technically would be related to this guy at some point in the last, I don't know, 1500 years. And so, Mayor Daly's like, oh yeah, I care for all of you. And then, something happens to him because I just have the line where he just kind of pouts and goes, I don't like Willie Green. Oh, Willie Green shows up and the kind of forces his way through the butler, who has this awful mustache. I don't even know why he would grow that. And Mayor Daly is pissed because Willie Green is not supposed to meet him in his house. You know, I have my office for business. And he's just like, Dolomite's back. And he's like whining. And Mayor Daly is like, don't worry about Dolomite. We'll take care of it. And it puts a hit out on him. And then we have... Queen Bee in a plaid house dress talking to Dolomite and she's like, oh, I've seen a ghost. And Dolomite just randomly goes, if you ever see a ghost, cut that motherfucker. <laughs> she's like, I fucking hate ghosts. Don't even fucking mention them. And they go to meet the reverend who lets them know what's going on. And like, oh, there's a bunch of coke out on this dock. You gotta go investigate it. Which they do. They go out to the pier the dock or whatever and they find fish stuffed with cocaine yeah dolomite's got uh some overalls on but he's still got his chain because you still gotta have chain even with your overalls he's only half undercover that's right he's got some fish and then they have fish cocaine pretty gross yeah it's like the the fish notes from 36 chamber that's right would you would you want to snort fish and the cocaine that had been in fish like i wouldn't no, I wouldn't. Well, I, I don't snort, snort cocaine, so I don't know how non-fish cocaine compares to fish cocaine. I, I can't imagine fish cocaine would smell very good. And you're, since you're putting it in the nose, like it seems yeah. like the last thing you'd want to do. Maybe it goes through a, you know, a scenting process where they unfish it. I don't know. They're just using it to convert to crack anyway, so it's just like that doesn't matter. This yeah. is the this is the low quality shit. <laughs> So it doesn't matter if it smells like fish, because they're just going to turn it into rock. So we get the club. Total experience. It's literally the haters' ball from uh, the Dave Chappelle show. Yeah. Um, which, you see the outside, it says, total experience, fine dining, and entertainment. I mean, we don't know anything about the food, but entertainment? Uh, this is a pretty cool band here. Yeah, we got a cool band that's playing. We got a bunch of dancers. We got the Dolomite dancers that come out and do this, you know, Afro-American native dance. And then Dolomite goes on and he performs an abridged version of the Signifying Monkey. 
Way down in the jungle deep The lion stepped on the signified monkey's feet The monkey said, motherfucker, can't you see? You're standing on my goddamn feet The monkey lived in the jungle in an old oak tree Bullshitting a lion every day in the week Every day before the sun go down That lion would kick his ass all through the jungle top But the monkey got wise and started using his wit Started saying I'm gonna put a stop to this old ass kicking shit So he ran up on the lion the very next day He said, oh, Mr. Lion There's a big bad motherfucker coming your way. And he's somebody that you don't know. He just broke a loose from Ringland Brothers show. Said he talked about your people in a hell of a way. He talked about your people till my hair turned gray. So Mr. Lion, you know that ain't right. So whenever you run up on the elephant, I want you to be ready to fight. The lion jumped up in a hell of a rage, like a young man smoking some game. He ran up on the elephant talking to the swine. He said, all right, you big bad motherfucker, it's gonna be your ass or mine. The lion jumped up and made a fancy pass, but the elephant sidestepped him and knocked him dead on his ass. He fucked up his jaw, messed up his face, broke all four legs and knocked his ass out of place. They fought all night and all the next day. Somehow, the little lion managed to get away. He drug his ass back to the jungle, more dead and alive. Just to run into that little monkey and some more of his signifying jive. The little monkey said, look here, partner, you don't look so swell. Look like to me you caught a whole lot of hell. Said, your eyes is red and your ass is blue. Said, I knew in the first place it wasn't shit to you. That I told my wife before you left, I should have whooped your ass, my motherfucking self. <laughs> Shut up. Don't you roar, cause I'll jump out of this tree and whoop your dog ass some more. And don't look up here with your sucker paw case, cause I'll piss through the fork of this tree in your motherfucking face. The little monkey got happy and started jumping up in his down. His feet missed the limb and his ass hit the ground. Like a ball of lightning and a streak of white heat, that lion was on his ass with all four feet. Dust rose and tears came in the little monkey's eyes. Nothing he could see and nothing he could hear, but he knew that was the end of his bullshit and signifying career. And signifying career. Which is such a cool, cool story. It is a cool story, and the signifying monkey is a character from Afro-American folklore that's a lot like, you know, the the trickster coyote from Native American lore. Yeah. So Dolomite didn't create the signifying monkey. That thing's been around forever, you know, and he tells but, a similar story. It's, yeah, it's passed down through generation to generation. It's sort of super cool storytelling, and obviously he tells it in his style. 
he tells it in his style with the, a lot of cussing and the lion's beat up by an elephant and the signifying monkeys set it all up as a prank. And it's a great, another great scene, much like the Titanic one. Yeah, and then, it's just cool. I love this way of storytelling. And then he goes, he finishes his bit and he goes down to talk to Willie Green. And this scene where he talks to Willie Green, his eyes are closed the whole time. I think he might be high. Good, good chance. He's like, I don't like you, Willie Green. Oh, yeah, I paid you your money. Fuck off, Willie Green. And he gets up and leaves. I love that. <laughs> Fuck you, Willie Green. Like, yeah, because Willie Green's like, well, you owe me more money. I, I want the $100,000. And he's like, just, eyes closed, big side. Just, oh, fuck you, Willie Green. And he just gets up and leaves. And then he puts on a gi in his in his office. <laughs> yeah, he does. Because <laughs> the karate scene's about to break out. Yes, the karate scene breaks out because Willie Green's like, I want to kill Dolomite. And it's just a big chaos fight scene. And it's great. It's wonderful. All the but, women are doing karate. I was going to say, all of, all of Dolomite's karate girls are just doing karate now. And... They're beating the shit out of Willie Green's men. Yep. And that's when Willie Green finally tracks down Dolomite in his office. Shoots him, but apparently Dolomite doesn't care because, you know, he just goes up and he rips out Willie Green's intestines. Somehow. Just rips them all out. And then the the officer that we learned was the FBI agent. He comes in and he's like, God damn, Dolomite. Yes, I love that line. <laughs> Is there a, I mean... Is there a better reaction to that? Like, that would be the reaction. Right? Dolomite's standing God there holding damn. these intestines. And yeah. just, God damn. And then he goes up and he shoots Willie Green and he goes, well, now it's my problem. You're good, Dolomite. Yeah. Because he's the FBI guy, so if he shoots Willie Green, it's like, well, it must have been, you know, must have fought it, whatever. It's not. Yeah. So. But the movie isn't over. We still no. have corrupt white cops and Mayor Daly out there. Yep. And the mayor is naked in bed with two black prostitutes. Yes. No, it's, 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 um, what was her name? The original. Oh, Pinky. Pinky and it's his wife. They're having a, he's having a threesome with his wife and Pinky. And Pinky turns on him and kills him. Well, yeah. doesn't kill him. She tries to kill no, him. No, doesn't. Tries to kill him. You know, and. She ends up killing the wife, though, because the wife comes in, and then he strangles her to death. Yeah, he strangles Pinky, and he gets away. Starts and Dolomite's in the hospital, where our FBI agent informs him, oh yeah, there's a hit out for you. And the most incons—the most conspicuous fucking hitmen show up at the hospital. Yeah, and Dolomite karate's them. Yep. And, uh, I think the... Oh yeah, that comes in. The FBI agent comes in, guns ablazing, mm-hmm. with dual dual wielding pistols, shoots the one, guns yeah. akimbo, and then they track down the um the mayor and they shoot him. Calls him a rat soup eating honky motherfucker, and that's about I also it. Like the yeah, I like in the hospital they they were paging Doctor Feelgood. Oh, they were. Yes, he is the one that's going to make you feel all right. 
Yeah, but that's about it. They they kill all the bad guys and that's it. Movie just ends. Yep. Oh, the FBI goes. Of course, we're gonna have to shut you down. That's kind of the ending. A little yeah, bit abrupt. There's a sequel. Well, there's a couple sequels. Couples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which we'll we'll get to in time. I haven't seen them yet, so we can't discuss them. No, but I, other we, than we have that, to do them eventually. Yes, we do have to. They exist. Well, we will definitely be visiting Rudy Raymore stuff again. I loved this guy. This is so funny. This movie was amazing. His and it's based off of his stand-up act. Yeah. Those rhymes he does throughout the Titanic and the signifying monkey, that was his act as Dolomite. Yeah, because he played characters and stuff for his uh, for his, his stand-up. He had a couple other ones, right? Uh, Harlem yeah. Hillbilly or something like that? Harlem Hillbilly. Well, Shine is the one from Titanic. And then Petey Wheatstraw, which he did make a movie. Oh, um, okay. Called Petey Wheatstraw, the Devil's Son-in-Law. Huh, all right. Which we got to get to sometime. That movie's a blast too. Yeah, we'll just. Have, I mean, we should just watch as 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 time allows. Watch as many of these we can. Yeah. But this movie, I loved this movie. I went in kind of like want, expecting a coffee vibe, and coffee is great for its own reasons. Then <laughs> Dolomite is just fucking insane movie. Yeah, well, yeah. See, coffee is like like a serious film that's actually a good serious film. And this one is like super fun action. I mean, there's a scene in, in Dolomite is my name where they're talking about what people want and it's exactly what people want. Yeah, it's exactly, it's, you know, it's, this movie is not an Oscar winner, obviously. No, this movie isn't gonna God change damn, your worldview about the black community. There, I mean, there is some nods to that. It's kind of got a similar subplot to, like, coffee, for example. But it's all just there to set up comedy and action. And Yeah, yeah the culture is there without commentary. Like, coffee commented on, you know, the struggles faced by Afro-Americans versus that struggle is just set dressing here it, it just yeah, exists I mean, it's there they talk about the you know white man people they have the same with the, the reverend and stuff i mean it's there it's under you know it's, there's there's underpinnings of it but it's like it's just kind of there's set dressing yeah yeah but it's a wonderful movie totally recommend it for anybody oh it's so fun um a lot of motherfuckers in that movie <laughs> yes a lot, of- a lot of language fair amount of nudity uh, some sex, but it's not particularly interesting or erotic. Yeah, for all the nudity we get, when we get sex scenes, they're just really sloppy. Yeah. And not sloppy in the good sense. They're no. just poorly edited. Yeah, really poorly edited. But any final thoughts on Dolomite? Uh, not really. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, for just watch it. It's yeah. good times. If you have been Amazon saving a lot Prime, of my great. thoughts and trivia on it for our bonus movie. Yeah, because that goes into a little bit more of a deep dive. Yeah, because our bonus this week is Dolomite is My Name, which is the Rudy Ray biopic, kind of, but it's mostly just about making Dolomite. It's the disaster artist, but for black exploitation. And ex- it's pretty awesome. Yes, it's awesome, and that's our bonus episode that we're going to be doing. And next week we're doing 
Anaconda. Hell <laughs> fucking yes. I had some like build up for it, but just fucking Anaconda, that's one of our favorites. There's just no build up needed. Everyone everyone should be aware of the gloriousness that is Anaconda. The snakes out there this big. <laughs> that's right. But we will catch you then. That was our episode on Dolomite. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like what we do, make sure to leave a review and let others know. Help we get the word out. For more episodes, check out our website, exploititpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at PodcastExploit, or on Instagram, at ExploitItPodcast. Or contact us at ExploitItPodcast at gmail.com. Join us for our bonus episode, Dolomite is My Name, and next week, Anaconda. Hamburger pimp. Say hamburger pimp.